Hi guys, welcome back okay, to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Me. Okay, I've got my shit up. Hey guys, welcome. Shit. Back. Hey guys, welcome back to. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my shit up. Oh god. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to Why We Stan. My name is Stell. My name is Amanda. My name is Katie. This episode is a Thanksgiving themed episode, which we've named Thanksgiving because, you know, puns, whatever. Um, and we'll be talking about songs that idols have written or dedicated to fans. Um, and then we'll also have a segment where we talk about what we're thankful for um, in terms of K-pop and our idol groups. But first, yeah. does anybody have anything to talk about about this week in K-pop? Or like yes. what they've watched? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I already know. Minute, what, yeah, I already know. <laughs> I don't know. Huey is back. What do you mean you don't know? Huey is back know. from the military. Oh my God. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> That's is. That's also what I had to. He yes, sorry. Yes, yes, he is. Is. I could literally do a whole episode on this alone. He looks good too. The musical industry's Superman superhero. Um, Huey is back. He, (laughs) guys, he did a live like the day after he got back. Do you know what's really funny though? I thought the live was the day he got discharged. So he was meant to be going live at like eight o'clock my time. And it was like, 7.57 7.57 I was like three minutes till Huey and I was like so excited I was there with my I was there with my like iPad I was ready and then it's like 8 o'clock I was like why the fuck is where is he I was like, what the fuck is happening where literally where is he so I like brought up the YouTube thing I like brought up the thing it was like the 19th I think it was the 19th or 18th or yeah 19th whatever day it was like he was live and I was like I'm gonna fucking off myself that was the day after. I was like I have to wait another 24 day. hours I was so pumped and ready for this you thought he was <laughs> gonna leave day. the military and that's <laughs> exact moment and hop on live yeah I wouldn't have put it past him to be honest yeah. um, that reminds me of when Minho got like discharged and he showed up to that shiny thing and I think it was he was yes. like so annoyed with him he was like you couldn't have changed your outfit like he literally <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah, Amanda thought else. he'd be like in the car on the way home from being <laughs> yeah. discharged. He'd be like, hey guys, it's me. I'm back. So funny. It's me. Um uh but yeah, he did a he did a V Live the following day and he literally opened with a new song that he wrote for Universe. Like opened with it and like performed it. Like he he did like a it's one of those like machines where he like made all the sounds as he it was like live like a loop like, he, like he, a loop machine, he like yeah. looped it yeah a, a loop pedal, yeah, yeah he did that yeah and then he did like a little live where he answered the like the members sent in questions and he had to guess like who, who like asked the it? question and then he got like a like a little food reward from them um and then it he's finished so and I was cute. like I miss him and then like two seconds later he's like going live again in half an hour get ready la 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 and then he <laughs> opened up another live again with another song that he another wrote song. for us which he also performed live and I was like what the fucking two songs like are we for real serious like he is a music they're so good as well I need them mm-hmm. on an album on a soundcloud something he probably um, has like 300 more yeah that he's written no he's but like gone. like literally yeah li- literally um and then the second live with the was with the other members which was i was crying on and off the whole i was just so so fucking cute to see them all like not even all of them yanan still is in china that's a whole other fucking issue um but it was just so nice to see them all together and then it finished and he opened up an instagram so i was like you know what king actual <laughs> king 
yes. He was like, I am so <laughs> like yeah. yeah. Literally, he's like a bacon. Like he like I knew that it's his yeah. presence. Yep. So my life was made. Like you it's one of those guys that too that you know that he is so excited to be back. Like he's made it oh abundantly my God. clear that he's been like yeah. waiting for this. Yeah, he's like, I've been preparing for this for two months. Like, I missed you guys, la, la, la. And you can tell that he actually did. Like, he missed doing this. Also, I think, um, so, I think with ugh. Hui is, like, it's very evident how much he actually enjoys making music. Like, it is, like, his oh passion. Because who the fuck, like, Born takes, to. like, t- two years off, right? Who's he's, he's in the military and he's, like, still, like, constantly making music and he comes back immediately with, like, a song like that. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? That's insane. Do you know what I, <clears throat> I was thinking the other day, too, like... Um, you know, when they're in the military, like actively enlisted, they can't do anything else that's going to bring in income. Mm -hmm. So like, even Mm -hmm. if he was writing songs, he couldn't have, like, you know how he writes for like literally everyone in the industry. He writes like for all these groups, the music quality that we're going to be getting within the next couple of years as he's like slowly (laughs) giving these songs to other groups to do because he can finally like do that now. It's going to be insane. Like, yeah. And it's going to be like. Oh, the cream of the crap too. A plus. I saw a tweet and it was like the. It's like a. It was a video and it was. Ugh, I the. It was a meme and it was a video. It was captioned like the entire music industry running to Huey to get like new music or something like that. But the video seriously. attached to it was so funny. No, like literally seriously, because he writes for fucking everyone. Everybody. Yeah. Um. But oh, it's just so good knowing that he's back and like he doesn't have to leave again and it's just everything is falling into place that feeling it's it's like a indescribable feeling or like if you haven't had that feeling before of your alt coming mm. back and not mm-hmm. having to be gone at all unless they want to be it's such a good feeling mm-hmm. like i and you he's know. such like, unless you felt it you don't for know. pentagon too yeah exactly mm-hmm. and they are all like as much as they're like pentagon's dynamic is like one of a kind but just seeing <laughs> them back together is just everything and more everything and more so welcome back Welcome back, Fee. Yes. Yes. Legend. Oh, another news in K-pop. Uh, Chenkin got signed to Sony <gasps> Korea. Sony Korea. Wild. Yeah, huge. I'm so He's about to. Fucking excited. Fuck up the industry. Yeah, he's going to he release is. some fucking spicy music, I feel like. Literally. Um, literally. Yeah. Literally. Because, like, his. He already has been. It's going to be even more, though. Yeah, his. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Last, yeah, his last like <laughs> album was like so fucking good, and I just can't wait for him to do more. Like genuinely, I'm so excited. I want you to eat me like a main dish. Like, how does it get worse than that? And he'll find a way. He'll find a way. He will he actually was, like, find a way. Do you guys remember the goddamn it music video? Goddamn yep. it, I like yes. it. Yes, that's how. Post 2019, months X. I've known three people that started standing them after that, and he him being the way he is was the catalyst for all three of those people oh, <laughs> love that i love I, that i love that you too it deserved he's an aquarius <laughs> oh well, that makes sense <gasps> i see that <laughs> yeah yes. he is yeah I, I feel like he has to have like some scorpio moon like there's no way he does not have a scorpio placement somewhere some, or like some, in mars or something like some that. sort of fire placement i feel like it has mm. to yeah he has an Aries moon. It's fire moon, yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that yeah, makes, sense. makes sense. Yeah. Aquarius Sun, Aries Moon, his Mercury's in Capricorn Capricorn. 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 Venus in Pisces. Thanks. 
<laughs> Mars in Aquarius, Jupiter in Capricorn, Saturn in Pisces, Uranus in Aquarius, Neptune in Capricorn, Pluto in Sagittarius. How many Capricorn placements does he have? One, two, three Capricorn placements, which is a, stell- a Capricorn yeah, stellium, stellium too. Yeah, yeah it's a stellium. That is evident. That's very attractive. Okay. <laughs> he has... <laughs> Okay, that's, he's, there's some, mm, bye. Okay, I'm over him. <laughs> the absolute malfunctioning that is going on. The amount of emotions that Katie just went through was incredible. <laughs> yeah, literally, she went through a hundred just in that two seconds. Also, we probably couldn't not mention this in the podcast because it's such a big deal. We need to talk about the Omega X press conference that they had regarding the abuse allegations. Um... And we just want to, because it's such an important, like, Mm -hmm. time, and it sets a big precedent from, for, like, a lot of idols or trainees who are under, like, going through the same things, which, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. is more common than we like to think in the K-pop industry. yeah. So. That's even what they said. Yeah, Mm because one of the members- In the press conference. Yeah, one of the members did, like, experience the same thing in his previous company, so it's clearly- unfortunately more common than we want uh and Mm. it's a big deal that they're coming out and talking about it um and also taking a stand legally too because it is a lot to go up against especially when they were Mm -hmm. hit with like fines and stuff like that that were insanely in an insane amount Mm -hmm. for a bunch of guys who had to have their parents like buy their plane tickets pay their fucking flights home the member Taedong that spoke about um, being abused in his previous company, the lawyers are suing that company As too. Well, yeah, yeah. So the same lawyers that are taking care of this issue, issue um, this well, this company like Spire are also going to be suing Two Y Entertainment for it mm-hmm. for his abuse, which I think is really really important. Yes, I get like literally physically. Mm-hmm. agitated and violent yeah, like thinking it's, about it's like talking like very upsetting anything like my body just goes into like fight or flight like i want to yeah yeah it's it's very upsetting but um we hope that everyone pays attention to what's happening at the moment and obviously it's, yeah you can't not like i don't care yeah. if you stand them if you don't stand them it literally doesn't matter because what they're doing is so so brave because not everyone would they literally are risking everything mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. this because right. they're not guaranteed, even though I think that they will get signed up to this, but they're not guaranteed a third chance. Mm-hmm. This was their second chance. yeah, mm-hmm. And they're not guaranteed a third. And to be men standing up and speaking about being abused by a woman, because it doesn't happen often. Mm-hmm. And I saw like a uh, one of the, I think it was Pop Crave or Pop ba- one of them, um, put up an article about what's happening with Omega X and the quote retweets were so disgusting. Vile. They're like, how can yeah. men be abused? They must have deserved it, la la la. I, who, what? Yeah. yeah it's- yes, they can be. And yes, they were. Like, mm-hmm. d- d- stop speaking. Like, you can't, just because they're men doesn't mean that they yeah. can't be abused. Because this, this was- So to be coming forth like that. Yeah. This was a person that had so much power over them and it doesn't matter that, like, mm. it. it's just- a ridiculous thing to focus on that over the fact that like that they have to exp- they were so young as well and having to experience yeah. this is truly horrendous and i hope mm-hmm. that they're traumatized yeah i hope that yeah. they are able to get the help that they need 
and yeah. I'm, I, I'm sure they know, but I hope they do know that, like, basically everyone stands with them. And with them, yeah. Them, yeah. Even people who yeah. have no idea who they are, so. Mm-hmm. I think regardless of who you are, who you stand, if you're affiliated with K-pop in any way, and you think, you know, I don't want to think about this, it doesn't affect me, whatever, like, it does no. affect you. This has, yes. this impacts the whole industry, and even if yep. you only stand one group that's not even closely related to them at all, um, this affects you, and it's something to be aware of um, moving yep. forward. If you, yeah, if you want to, and even if you're not associated with K-pop at all, like, if- yeah. This is something that people need to know about and be aware about of, yeah. because it impacts everyone. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunately it, yeah. extremely abundant in the entertainment industry, whether it's K-pop or the Western in, like entertainment industry. And it's something that we need to pay attention to and make sure that we stand with abuse victims so they yeah. are able to come forward if they feel like they need to mm-hmm. and in like, a safe place in a safe place mm-hmm. yeah and also like heal from it and know that people stand behind them and that's important to even not even mm. just like these idols and celebrities for anyone like personally as well yeah so mm-hmm. everyone wants to talk about mistreatment for their idols and stuff like that and i i do think it's an important yeah. topic and even if a lot of people bring up might seem like uh I don't know, trivial, or whatever. Like, obviously, it's an important thing to bring up, but this is a obviously in clear yeah. case of mistreatment and abuse. And yeah. if you want to, in the future, want your idols to have better, like, obviously, you should want that for treatment, the mega, yeah, mega exploits. But like, if you want better treatment for your idols, this is a place where it st- starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we stand with the mega X. Yeah, we do. We <laughs> yes, we do. And we're sending them lots of. Love and support. Positive and, energy. Yeah. Um, if there's more we can do in the future to help them, we'll do that yeah. as well. But for right now, we're just sending them all of our support and our love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And if you disagree with that, you can stop listening. Bye. <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> yes. but no, not kidding at all. Yeah, exactly. Literally. So you guys should all go and follow their new Instagram that they opened that is completely not affiliated with their company where they post updates and where they communicate with 4X, which is their fandom name, but also with the public. Um, So that handle is Omega underscore X underscore underscore four underscore X. Um, And yeah, they'll post any updates and everything on there. So please make sure you follow and support them, please, please, please. So moving on to... The main subject, which um, is to Fan give thankfulness. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, thanks, I just said I just said Thanksgiving, which is also on brand because vampires. But <laughs> Thanksgiving, yes. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna talk about songs or fans, which is I thrive in this because these are like usually my favorite songs, not just because. I like because they're usually ballads, ballads, but like sentimental songs, which I love. But also, they're just yeah. fucking good songs. Like they were produced very well. So I'm gonna start. Um, I have a lot, but I can't go for all of them. So I'll save some for the future. But my first one is ETS's song "One Day at a Time." It's an all English song which they wrote for Eighteen E. ETS usually dedicate a song oh. per album to Eighteen E, but like. This one was one that was obviously because it's in English, so they could communicate more with the international fans because obviously they have a lot of those and they try to communicate with their English fans a lot. Um, it's basically a song that's like 
they they know that your life is hard like that life is hard and like that even if you're struggling that they will be here for you and just to take it slow and take it one day at a time which is like something mm-hmm. that i try to live by in general anyway to just take it a day at a time when things are hard yeah. and stuff and i really wish that they performed it live even though i know i would have stopped the entire time i would have like liked to see it live um they also should still be crying yes. guys uh they released it during covid as well so they wanted to like communicate with their fans like you know like we can't see each other right now but we will soon and yeah that we'll we'll be here for you regardless and i'm sure that 18 you feel the same way towards them as well but one of my favorite lyrics in the song is if you think you're trapped you're in that box you've built yourself i'll help you break it when i first said that i fucking sobbed Mm. like actually sobbed it's sand singing it as well and he's like my bias so like naturally like the tears it's like yeah fucking faucet hurts even more yeah but that's one of my favorites please listen to it but in general there is a bunch that 80s have that if you're an 18 and you don't know the songs definitely go listen to them um and if you aren't 18 they're also just well produced and sound great so good meaningful songs yes Stell's like in depthness. Mine's just like, guys, you should go listen to this. <laughs> no, me too, Amanda. I'm like googling lyrics right now. I'm like, what are they even Stel, saying? Stell, why don't you just song? do it? Yet? <laughs> <laughs> what does Katie say? <laughs> why don't Stell should just run this entire episode for us? To be honest, so we're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks. Oh my god, my first, the first fan song I like heard and like understood like that the first time i was exposed to like a, fan- a song for the fans that i understood was dual set by bts um and it's such it's still it's now like so even one of my friends i've made online we had this like group chat uh it was like a bts group chat that we had and for christmas one year she sent out these hand like metal etched necklaces that had a dual set on them Aww. that we all have matching ones to um and it's like such a it's a beautiful song like musically Mm -hmm. but like it's basically like hoping for better days for everyone so for them Mm -hmm. and for us so there's parts where like they sing and then we sing or whatever but it's basically like saying okay let's just count together like one two three um and then we'll like forget about those sad memories and be together and we'll just count one two three and like be together in that way and then just hoping for like happier times in the future and stuff like that mm-hmm. um it's a really beautiful song yeah. and it kind of reminds me the same vibe i get from microcosmos of them <sighs> like where it's just like you got me i've got you like uh, yeah we'll, we're gonna be okay mm-hmm. kind of thing that's another that's fun, a great song right that's another fun song yeah oh is it yeah then i really yeah. like that one too that song they closed with that the last that's time very, i saw them. like and it was really I'd pay so much to hear I that. I don't know the word to describe it. It's such a be- beautiful song, like so beautiful. Mm. What I yeah, like and about- so comforting too. Yeah. What I like about Doucette is that it's like a lot of these songs that I have on my list are like slow and like um more gentle kind of songs, whereas like Doucette is a vi- it's like a it's a different genre type of song that is a mm-hmm. fan song. Like it's vibey, but it's not like. It's not the same as it, like a lot of these have like Set. piano pianos and like yeah like, slow mm-hmm. guitars and stuff like that. It's very different, which is what I like about it as well. Same with Microcosmos too. That's a very <laughs> yeah like, upbeat song. Yeah. yeah, it's thank you BTS. I love you. Yes, 
Microcosmos is one of my favorite songs by them. Um, that song is beautiful. So good. It's and a really nice Magic song. Shop is another fan song as well, like songs for Yeah, Army. that song makes me cry too. Every single time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. One time I was drunk on a beach and I was just listening to Magic Shop over and over and over again. <laughs> so <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Good time. I'm laying this. <laughs> It was a nighttime. I was drunk on the beach at night. We were having a bonfire, and I like snuck off so I could have my own little emotional moment Listen listening to, to BTS. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. That is cute. So one of the songs that I want to speak about is um, shocking. I know um, a song from Pentagon called "Eternal Flame," um, which is a song that they performed at their. Um, it was a concert that they did during COVID and it was a fan song that was inspired by letters that they received on like fan cafe from universe. Really? Yeah. Aww. It's really, yeah, really, really sweet. Um, and then they later released it on um, an album. Which album did they release it on? Um, oh, sorry. That's why I don't remember. They just released it as a single separately because mm. thank you. Um, because everyone really loved it. Um, but yeah, it's just a very, a very beautiful song and a very meaningful song to Pentagon and Universe. And some of my favorite lyrics from it are, which is actually really beautiful. Lol, I just read this. I remember this now when I was rereading it. Um, so it goes, where are we? Um, so the lyric goes, you and my world become the universe and become the strength, holding each other's hands again, always together until the end of the universe. Let's go at our own pace, which is really pretty. The whole song is very, like, very beautiful. Um, but, yeah, that's one of – they have a few fan songs. There's two, two universe, um, but this is their most recent one that, yeah, wasn't even meant to be released, but everyone loved it so much. They're like, yeah, we're going to – I'm gonna give it to you. It's so sweet. Um, so yeah, go go check it out because it is a very beautiful song, and it like musically, it's beautiful as well. Let's go listen to it. My next song is not a song that's readily available to like on Spotify or anything like that. Um, if you want to go listen to it, you can probably find it on YouTube. Or um, so basically, it's it's by T- uh, TXT. It's called Sweat. And it's a song that was exclusively for Moa. And, like, so you have to, like, answer a bunch of questions, uh, like, on on a website. Oh, my God. To actually, like, access it because they wanted, like, Moa to, like, basically, if, you, if you, you're a Moa, you know the answers to the questions so you can access a song. But you can probably find it anyway <laughs> very easily. But it's, it's a very pretty song. Um, and it's a, I think they ended... They either ended the show on it, like the on tour, or like it was one of their encore songs, and not a lot of people knew it because of the fact that it's a bit hard to find. But it's a really, really mm-hmm. nice song. It's just a <clears throat> a really pretty song, and it's another level when like it's like a sea of people were like holding their like the light sticks and stuff like that, and then they were just like singing it to them. Um, so it's basically it's basically a song to Moa, but also more like to each other as well, like to the members together as well, about like how they've worked hard, which is like why it's called sweat because they've like put so much sweat, so much sweat and work into what they do, and that they've come together to like shine. Um, mm-hmm. And one of my favorite lyrics from the song is from countless stars in the sky, five stars with five colors gathered here. You and me were different before now we've become one single star which oh. i would cry <laughs> um but it's it's just a pretty song and you can probably find it on youtube and um 
And if you are a mower and you haven't heard it, um, please do listen to it because I think when people are able to sing it back to them at shows, it means a, means even it's more like to, them. to them. Yeah, even more. Yeah. I want to talk about Seventeen song to you. Um, I think I recommended that song, and Stell probably has as yes, well. Yes. Oh, on yeah. This podcast. Yeah, that yeah, song. Yeah, it's all I've been I think at one to. point, <laughs> yeah, I said like I listen to it in the morning when I wake up and at night before I go to bed. Like, I didn't realize it was a fan song. I didn't know it was like mm-hmm. specifically a fan song. Mm-hmm. It is, I think, probably one of their best songs yes, and my most I favorite agree. song to watch live, especially because I'll watch Jonghan and like even if he's not, it's not his part and he doesn't have his mic to his mouth. He like sings the whole song. He loves. And he just you can song. see how much he loves. That's so yeah. sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the song is so good, and it's basically like the song is saying like. I don't know what you say, Stella. It's like, where? How do you ex- say what the song is like? Well, let, me, let me just look. It's like you're the most perfect love. Like we'll have this like unconditional, like long lasting, forever kind of love. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I ever like run out of breath or whatever, we're always still going to be together. So like, even if times Aww. get hard, I know that we'll still be together. We'll still be together. Oh, it's so good. The song itself is so good. But there's one line. Let me find it. It like is. And of course, Mingyu sings it, but like whatever. Um, <laughs> this is this is tr- a translated line, so I don't know what it is in Korean. But the English translation is, um, "You've placed all the smiles in the world in my hands." Aww. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, it's that's so a really cute. Pretty lyric. Yeah, it's it starts the whole chorus is like, "In a swirling day, you've given me a piece of happiness. You've placed all the smiles in the world in my hands. So even if I run out of breath on a steep road, even when I lose my path on a cold day, we're still holding hands with warmth." That's really sweet. <sighs> that's yeah. really sweet. Yeah, it is. And then yeah, so Mingyu sings it at one point. Wanu sings it at one point. Um, because it's in the chorus, so like different members sing it. But oh my gosh, it's so good. Um, also, that song that they just... What song was it? Shit. Now that I'm thinking about fan songs, I thought I knew none, but I actually do. It was the newer Seventeen album fan song Dolly? that... No. no. Um, the, the, like, slow one? Yeah, with, like, the, like, na, 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 na. Oh, Circles? Circles, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I think that's all we should say about circles because I actually don't want to cry um, <laughs> on here. Still does though. No, I'm actually going that to song. <laughs> me too. I shouldn't have even brought that up. What the fuck? It's an incredibly. I, I physically want to hand you a yeah. tissue. Amanda, did you see the um, dingo where they were all drinking and they were singing their songs? No. From no. I'll send it to you. But they all cried too. Yes, yeah. this is the song they oh. all cried to. Um. Yeah, so, um, basically Uzi like wrote this for the fans um and for the members as well. Um and uh-huh. it's like it's one of the most incredible songs he's produced so far, I think. And it's just beautiful. And like the the member starts about like when they were recording it and hearing it for the first time, hearing the guide and whatnot, um, and heard heard it through for the first time, they had like chills. Like they, they teared up a lot of them mm-hmm. teared up like whilst recording it. And they had like mm-hmm. chills oh, wow. recording, yeah, chills recording it and stuff like that. Even um Bumzu, who like records with, uh, like produces yes. with Ruzi, seventeen, yeah, was also like mm-hmm. emotional. Like he like teared up when Ruzi was recording his part because he he sings a, like the la la like, at the end of it by himself. Mm-hmm. It's just Ruzi's voice, yeah, and that does the final oh. like na na na. And I think too, like just for the group itself, it was like an emotionally charged time. 
for them. Like, there's just a lot uh-huh. of stuff going on in, like, their lives. And then, obviously, like, with the group. And so, because they had just resigned and everything, too. Like, there was a lot going mm. on. So, there was just a lot of emotions to be felt. And I think Woozy captured them. And, like, you can tell when he wrote the song, it was, like, he wants so much to comfort. Like, the song is so comforting because he, it was like mm-hmm. he didn't have anything to give except music. And he was the like, song, yeah. I can comfort you this way. And he did an amazing job doing it. Aww. Um, okay, I'm going to listen to it after. Yeah. Um, Uzi doesn't don't, cry don't very often. Don't even watch that. Yeah. yeah, he was crying. He doesn't cry very often, but he started crying when he was saying, like, telling the members that this is basically what he wanted to say to the members and to mm-hmm. Karis. And, like, it would, like even, like, Dogyeon was like, you must have been like holding in this like all, all these like words for a long time for you to like cry mm-hmm. now like whilst explaining Aww. that to us. Oh, cute! Oh, my first time crying on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the f- the first, first of many. Of many. <laughs> yeah, we've both said that at the same time. Oh, that's so funny. I love seventeen. So my other fan, I don't even know if I could. Okay, so my next song is Flower Fantasy um, by End Flying. I don't know if either of you maybe have heard it or not. You might have heard about it. Um, so this song all came about because they, End Flying did a song called It's Okay, which was a like suicide prevention song mm-hmm. that they did with, I don't know who, who it was, but it was in like collab, I don't even know if collaboration is the right word, but they did the song with, I think it's like, what do you call it when someone's like a... It's like a partnership. Partnership, yes, part- thank you, thank yeah. you, not collaboration. Co- what did collaboration? Partnership. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so it was called It's Okay. Um, and because of that, they received a lot of letters from fans saying that they were really thankful um, for that song and it really helped them during a rough time in their life. And so in response to their the overwhelming response that they received for this song, um, they wrote a song called Flower Fantasy um, for all the fans that they had helped with this song called It's Okay. Um, and for anyone that hasn't heard it, it is probably my fa- my favourite song from them. When they perform it, w- with every single time they perform it, they put so much emotion into it. And musically, it is very... Um, emotional not even just in the lyrics like you know when you can get overwhelmed by um instrumentals and a melody and it's just such a hard hitting song that you can't not feel um that they put everything into it mm-hmm. um the entire song literally the entire song's lyrics are powerful and um I think when you listen to the song without the lyrics, if you haven't heard it, and then listen to the song with the lyrics. Um, but some of them, it's um, it literally starts off by saying, keep in mind, when you know what the song is about, it just hits so much harder. Um, mm-hmm. So the song literally opens with, fly away, petals that bloom by the edge of the cliff, so I can't think of you, just dance for me when I meet you, is mm-hmm. how the song opens. And flying is so good at portraying, uh, portraying, portraying an emotion and write like in their lyric writing that this song being so as important as it, as it is to them, you can just tell how how much they put into it. It is really, really, really beautiful. As I said, it's one of my favorite songs from them, if not my favorite, especially when they perform it live. I've watched every single performance of it live because it's just you know when you like almost get a frog in your throat when you're watching something like yes, um, yeah, I love them. 
I love when groups aren't shy to talk about serious things, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's really meaningful. Yeah. So I just want to, like, quickly mention a few. We mentioned a couple by Seventeen, but there's another song that's on YouTube, and I need them to put it on Spotify. So, Uzi, if you're listening to this, put it on Spotify. Um, <laughs> you got it's that? Called, <laughs> it's called, also, hi, if you listen to this, hey. Um, hey. <laughs> uh, it's called Us Again, which they released on YouTube. And they released it during COVID and it was basically, (laughs) it makes me cry every single time. I used to listen to it on repeat though. So just like sat there crying and listened to it on repeat. Um, (laughs) And it was basically about like how they will see us again and like we will be us again um, one day. Mm. Um, Because they had a really, really hard time during COVID when they couldn't see their fans and stuff. Um, and then another one that I want to mention is uh, Thank You by GOT7 which was written by Jin Young um, and it was to the fans and it Ooh. was basically to thank Agase for like doing so much and sacrificing so much for the group and basically I'm saying sorry for not being able to do enough and I think I speak for like everyone every mm-hmm. fan that no idol needs to apologize for not doing enough because we know Literally. how hard they work obviously it's a common exactly. thing that they always say but they don't need to say sorry yeah ever so and then just to list off a quick few uh monster x have five one uh 514 which is um their debut date um stray kids have you can stay or behind the light uh, there's just a bunch of songs that I really like. EXID have We Are, um, and Eyes One have Parallel Universe, which was put out before they disbanded. Um, and even though it's like a, like uh, obviously a sad time, it is not. Mm. It's not. It's like a very grand song, and it's like a lot of harmonies yeah. and stuff like that. So like, even if it is sad, you also like. It's hard to cry with it. Like it's just like you like sway along to it, kind of song one of those songs yeah yeah one by ncc dream which i have to mention is never goodbye which isn't officially like call the fan song but it's basically two fans and also them to each other about like how um they will always be waiting for each other and that like they'll always be together and even if they're not walking in the same direction it's never goodbye and they will see each other again kind of thing um and I want to mention that because it's one of my favorite songs, and they all sound incredible. In and it. it's dream, it's entity dream, and especially the songs just really hit different with them. Yeah, because they were in this unit for so long. Yeah, after yeah, yeah. they went through that. It's, like it's so much more hard hitting. Yeah, yeah. For them to say, uh, yeah, yeah, we all know we're all on the same page. I don't need to say it. We all yeah. feel it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So this next segment, we're gonna basically talk about what we're thankful for and what we're grateful for. In terms of K-pop, uh, and in terms of our like groups and stuff. So, who wants to kick it off? Go ahead, Stel. Okay. <laughs> um. So I guess one of the biggest things I'm like, obviously grateful for is that K-pop has brought a lot of important people into my life and people that mm-hmm. um I hold very precious and dear to me and like. It's it's great to be able to talk to people about something that you love together, and the fact that yeah. we even get to do this podca- this podcast where we get we we just talk about K-pop for like fucking three hours or whatever. Um, yeah, exactly. And people yeah. listen to it, <laughs> and like 
you know, it's like a shared experience that everyone has. And the fact that we can just connect talking about something that we love is so special. Um, Mm -hmm. And that I really love. And that's really important. And I think when people have shared interests, it's like starts off there. It it starts there. It doesn't end there. Like you can just build so much on it. So K-pop gets to bring so many people together in in many more ways than just K-pop. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a catalyst. Yeah, that's what I kind of had prepared to is like, I met so many people through K-pop, especially like K-pop Twitter. Like once I started getting into it, I met so many people that were, that became like closest family to me. And like, because of K-pop, I've traveled to Australia, Canada, several different states. I went to Disneyland for the first time and Harry Potter World because I'm, because of K-pop really at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think that's just so... Like, I'm so grateful for that. I don't know who I would be, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. who, what my, right? li- my life yeah, would be right. like, really. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's silly to, like, to say, like, I don't know who I'd be with that cable, but it's so much more no, really. than more, just it's, that. It's, it's just more music. than yeah. just yeah. that. It's not, I don't know who I would be with that K-pop. Without music, that, right. I don't know who I would be without what it has brought me outside right. of just K-pop. Yeah. Because it really, yeah. and I feel like a lot, when you speak to anyone that, is a K-pop stand though it will say the same thing. It's not that just mm-hmm. it's not just that K-pop itself has brought so much into their life. It's that that it has been a opening for so many other things to come into their life. Yeah. Right. Not even just like apart from like knowing the groups and watching content and like yeah. music and stuff like that. Like I wouldn't know either of you at all. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy Literally. to me. Like Literally. my life is so different right? knowing you yeah, guys. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And like, yeah, so it's more it sound it does sound kind of silly, like Without K-pop, I'd be it so different. Silly but I really would. I'd be a understand. Person. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And I think too, like people listening to this, like if you don't let anyone make you feel dumb for like feeling yeah. this way about K-pop, like it's it's common for people to minimize that hobby and like to trivialize yeah. your feelings about it. But like it's okay to be like, man, I'm super grateful for Mark Lee and like yeah, hit, like standing NCT changed my life. Like that's it yeah. sounds. Were you about silly. to say Human Bang? No, <laughs> you were. <laughs> it sounded like, and I'm so thankful for. <sighs> Anyway, but- <laughs> I mean, no, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, people actually, will try to minimize that and make you feel dumb yeah. about it. But, like, yeah. mm-hmm. just, it's fine. Like, be grateful for what you're grateful for. And, like, exactly. Yeah. Don't let anyone feel, du- make you feel dumb. If for it's it. important to yeah. you, don't let anyone it be minimize to your it. Friends. Yeah. It, don't yeah. let anyone yeah. minimize it. And, yeah. like, yeah. It, it is a community. And, like, we, you, you, found, you find, like, friendships. And, like, essentially, like, my found family are from, like, people that I know from K pop. Like, it, it is. I can't state it enough that I don't know where, like, who I'd be without you guys. Like these past couple years, like mm. we only know each other a couple years, mm-hmm. but even in these couple years, these friendships that I formed are like more connected than the ones that I like the superficial ones I had had in high school. Hundred percent, where people made yeah, fun of sure. my hobbies and stuff like that, right? But yeah, we don't do that because the fact that we have shared hobbies and ha- have shared interests and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I think this has also shown us like what friendship should be and how mm-hmm. friends yeah. should treat friends. So when you have like a base, like now you know what your standard is and what you deserve, you don't put up with other bullshit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In other relationships. So it right. also sets your standards for yourself and your self-worth mm-hmm. higher mm-hmm. because we're all supportive of each other in every way. And that's what everyone deserves at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. And kind of adding on to this too, like another point I had written down about something I'm thankful for is like, at the time when I started to really get into K-pop, I was kind of experiencing like an identity shift. I just moved to a new place. I was starting like different like school, different job. Like I went through some personal transitions too. So I really was like 
having an identity shift and I didn't really know like you know I I just didn't know who I was or anything like that and when I started to get into k-pop it's not that k-pop became who I was or it became my identity but because I think finding a hobby that at the time was a little more obscure and that I was still confident in it kind of helped me have that confidence and that freedom to like trust myself and like yeah really start to learn who I was and like explore those parts even if they were like not typical for me before and like yeah giving me the confidence to explore my identity and figure out who I am and stuff like that that confidence Mm -hmm. like really started when I start it's like I can't separate that from when I started to get into k-pop yeah and there yeah there are certain groups that gave me more of that feeling than other groups like when I stand them I like there's a before and after in my mind of like yeah yeah that kind of thing and it's because of how much more confident and secure I became in my identity um yeah because of k-pop and that's crazy to think about Mm -hmm. like how much I think it's also because like you feel like people like to shit on it so much that you have to stand confidently in knowing that you like it and not only somewhat standing up for it but standing up for yourself like no I like so it makes you it builds up your like you said confidence because Mm -hmm. you also feel like you're defending it half the time against people that don't get it. Mm -hmm. And you're just, like, a strong person in that sense. Yeah, and at the same time, too, like, okay, so I might have this weird, obscure hobby or something like that, and the people around me might be like, that's, like, lame, that's, you know, for kids, that's whatever, and that's all fine. But I then was able to find people like you two who were like, oh, I have the same hobby with you, and I think you guys are really cool. So being able to be like, (laughs) actually, like, (laughs) these people's opinion of me around me doesn't actually matter as much because... Exactly right. If I don't feel like it's, like, makes you uncool, then how could it make me uncool? Like, that kind Mm -hmm, of thing mm -hmm. of being, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being able to separate what I view myself as apart from what other people around me think. Yeah. It's like it's really if, well, if they can do it, I can do it kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Or like, okay, yeah. I don't need you to think I'm cool. It's okay because I have someone yeah. else to talk to about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it helped me trust myself to make better friendships mm-hmm. than I had before. Mm. And if you're listening to this and you're a friend before I was into K-pop, I'm probably not talking about you if you're listening to this. <laughs> so I'm not. This isn't directed at anyone in particular. It was about Actually. me, not about you. <laughs> and I'll name you. Yeah. I want to piggyback off what Katie said. Um, like growing up, I was made fun of a lot for anything that was like related to my identity as a Chinese person, and like mm. K-pop is obviously East Asian culture, and it's something that like yeah. is a huge part of like um a lot of community, like Asian, like East Asian, uh, even Southeast Asian con- like communities in the West. And mm-hmm. being made fun of for like just existing in high school, and then moving to the stage where I liked K-pop and it like was representation for me, and also something that I would have been made up f- fun of for in high school is like so popular and loved, and uh, like people see like what like Asian entertainment in a new light is so important to me. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I'm very grateful that, like, I get to connect more with, like, this kind of community and stuff like that. And that we have, like, a like East Asians have, like, a representation in, like, that's taken more seriously. Um, and yeah. that's, like, super important to me. And it's, it's an important part of my identity, especially because it's so important to our community as well. 
Um, mm-hmm. So that's something that like I'm super grateful for, and it has helped me be more confident in what I like as a person. Of and course, especially yeah, yeah. if it's to do with like my heritage and my community and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah, it's really wow. important. We got kind of deep there. <laughs> I'm. Th- it's funny because I had. I'm thankful for DNA. Yeah. because of all this like, I was like I'm yeah. so like whenever I hear that song though I'm just like wow it like hits, if I yeah. hadn't heard this song like number one it's a banger so like you're like there but like it also makes me emotional at the same time because like this really was a turning point for my life like this one song mm-hmm. changed my life and, and you had no way like, of knowing like, at that in time a sad way. Yeah. exactly mm-hmm. yeah but like every time I listen to it now I'm like this is so nostalgic for many reasons yeah that's it just has so much more meaning to it than just like DNA. Na, 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 na. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like crying at the same time I listen to it. Uh. Yeah, I feel the same way about I Need You as well, which is also by BTS. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I feel that way about Mark, Mike Drop with Steve Aoki. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean. It's like not technically like an emotional song, but you're like, yeah. no. Any vibes. song from that time that like, um, yeah, like it'll bring that feeling. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, 100%. That like extreme so gratitude funny. for something that you can't explain to someone who doesn't understand. Yeah. 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 Our life. Yeah. I am very thankful that like, my like the idols that we stand and stuff like are healthy and that they're happy mm-hmm. and yeah. they're, they're they get to do something that they love and i think it's so yeah it makes me feel like so like i don't know what the word is like happy to know that i am part of like helping someone else like achieve their dreams and stuff like that and that yeah. like they get to do mm. what they love because we support them and stuff um, yeah that's so special um and that's mm-hmm. something that I'm I'm very grateful for. And um I think that's also why sometimes like a fan like it's very different with like K pop and like other Western music, like the relationship between fans and the like the groups you support is so different because there's always like a you guys always get a form of communication between each other, whether it be like Twitter or like fan cafe or bubble, bubble or anything. There's yeah. always a line of communication where you get to express your gratitude towards them and they get to like yeah. express their gratitude towards you yeah and it's so it happens daily um even in like they're like oh like we make jokes about how every fa- like idols like eat well or like make sure you <laughs> rug up and all this stuff but they, <laughs> yeah. that means that they're just like thinking and that they want to quickly say that as com- like it's silly yeah. as it is yeah it means that they want to just express that to you as small as it may be it just and it's you know, also like it's so, still cute and it's even though it seems small to like a lot of people yeah it is so big for a lot of people right like to know yeah. that like um even if they don't know us personally it's someone like an idol cares about still you still caring and, about you about your yeah. existence right and that like yeah even like hearing stuff like eat well or like um then well, you know. look after yourself yeah look after yourself yeah. and like it reminds people to yeah. do that and it gives people motivation yeah. which is yeah. like truly something that's so special and it, it yeah. is a very different experience being like a a stan of like a western uh, celebrity to like mm-hmm. a, a k-pop celebrity i don't know what it is yeah but like it is just quite different yeah. and it's a very unique experience yeah. i think yeah. i think partially it's because like people love to throw around criticisms of parasocial relationships this and that mm-hmm. and like yes they are parasocial relationships and that is part of the reason it feels different but, like, at the end of the day, 
you can either choose to be pessimistic and have a horrible time or choose to be optimistic yeah. and believe that these people exactly like, right. do care about you. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't actually matter their intent if it's putting a positive impact and motivation and feeling for you. Yeah, that's true, actually. Um, yeah. So really, like, if you would choose to be pessimistic in that way and minimize those those ways that idols can impact us that's fine but you're not you're that's not going to benefit you, from yeah, that relationship yeah, then exactly um because there are real ways Your you can experience. benefit from the support of of idols like parasocial relationships this and that but like really they can be really meaningful mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. for you as an individual obviously like approach it in a healthy way and have like healthy boundaries when yeah like uh, that goes without yeah with, like yeah that goes without saying don't be a creep saying, yeah. <laughs> don't be a don't yeah. be a yeah. yeah. widow and yeah. a creep but like if it's important to you don't let people tell you otherwise and you right exactly it's, you have so much more of a fun and happy experience if you are not pessimistic yeah. about this kind of stuff right yeah yeah and you get a lot you have a lot to gain from it as well whether it be a avenue that brings you joy when you might not be able to find joy in everyday things or you can go Mm -hmm. home or whether you get to go home and find a yeah like you can there's so many ways that you can benefit from it so i don't think it's fair for if if you you, the experience is how you choose to experience it right Um, is that the center yeah yeah i think yeah like if you're choosing to be optimist like that's the thing is like okay if it's a parasocial relationship we can like say it is and then you can just take that as what it is and and know that like yeah, these people don't know you like individually, and like yeah, and this and that. But that doesn't mean you can't let that positivity, that the energy they're giving out, impact you in a positive exactly, way. Exactly, the energy. Um, yeah, yeah. Because um, it's it's what you choose to make of it. Like you can make the parasocial relationship work for you. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to just benefit the idol. Um, like one exactly. clear example of this that I can like think of is. Um, for me personally, so like Bacon is my like alt of alt of alt of alts. Like, no offense to anyone, Deserved. but like he really is. He's like everything. Yeah. And when he enlisted, I was like, well, what am I gonna do now? Like, who am I gonna? Yeah. Spend my time like watching Look or whatever. To, yeah. And so I chose to like use that time as like a motivation for my own personal growth. So I like wrote some goals I wanted to have done by the time he gets discharged or whatever. Um, and that has aww. nothing to do with him as a person, right? Like, yeah. It's not like exactly Bacon. It's not like Beckin cares. Bacon cares if I do these things or not. But it was kind of like, hmm, like how can I use this feeling of like positive energy that he's giving us to yeah. go get to keep take care of ourselves and w- be here for when he gets back? How can I actually because he's do always that doing that too. for myself? Yeah, yeah. And so like it doesn't have, and it's not about him. Like none of my goals were like do this so yeah, Beckin like, loves me or sure something. Like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> it has nothing to do with him and at they all. Were, they were um, for your self-growth and for right, your benefit. Have, yeah, completely unrelated to K-pop, but... Um, but you just like were able to use his presence and also lack of presence in your life during right. that period of time to push yeah. you to right. be better for yourself or, and do yeah, better for and, yourself. And I, it might be stupid, but like when people are like, oh, make sure you're staying warm, make sure you're eating well, it does help me remember <laughs> to like... To keep warm and to eat well and like take care of myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you can That's joke about it and be think like, that, that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it like, I, whatever, like maybe they don't care, but like that doesn't make a difference. I believe, I choose yeah. to believe that they do care and they do want to give us that positive energy so that's why i think i feel it when other people don't yeah if you don't want to buy into it that's fine more energy for me it's all uh it's all (laughs) about like we i like we're all really into like you know manifestation and like mindset and law of exactly so like 
you can either view it as like a glass half full thing or a glass half empty. A glass half empty or glass half full. So like, you know, they're like, oh, like this. So stupid. Or you could be like, oh, cute. Like it's all about the way that you put a spin on something and how you choose to receive something. And like, like Stel said, as long as everything's healthy and you're approaching everything in a like head screwed on kind of way, then you'd have a lot to gain from, from your experience. And it's just more fun. It's more exactly. fun to it's do it this way. It's more fun being positive and having fun with everything. Yeah, it really And we is. can all exaggerate, like, and, you know, take, like, be like, oh, my God, that's my husband. That's my, like, this. Right. But, like, <laughs> obviously we're joking. But it's yeah. just, if it makes you happy in the moment or whatever, like, no one's serious. Like, no one knows it. No one thinks that we're walking down the aisle and they're going to be at the other end of it. Like, we're well aware. But I you hope can no one thinks we think like, that. <laughs> exactly. But really, no. <laughs> Um, but it's just something that makes, you can make your experience more fun and yeah, like you're not hurting anyone by making it more fun for yourself. Right. And as long as you're respecting the boundaries that the idols Mm -hmm. are putting out there for themselves and you're respecting your own boundaries for like what's healthy for you to be doing, it can just be so much fun. And it is so much fun. Like I'm remembering, do you remember when we were in Chicago for NCT and we were just like having the best time being like oh my god what if we see their bus and then like the taxi exactly, driver yeah. <laughs> like he was the taxi driver was like feeding off our, our energy so much that he energy, gave us that yeah. ride for free he was like yeah. you know what i mean like it could just it's life is what you make literally it. And if you want to attract that like fun positive he- healthy energy that's what you'll get from exactly else too. exactly hundred like, percent. the other thing i have written down that i'm thankful for is the formation of super m and I only wrote this down because at first I was a hater. And I think it's important <laughs> to acknowledge when you're wrong. Because oh, like, how the table's the- <laughs> Yeah, well, seriously, at the time when they announced Super M, I was very protective. Well, first of all, there wasn't a group that was involved in Super M that I had that I didn't already stand. Like I yeah. already stand XO Shiny, Wavy, and NCT. So like it's not like I didn't like any yeah. of the members. But I was very protective of like some of the groups who were really active more active at the time like nct and wavy mm. um and they're like what's that gonna do to the other members of the other groups who are not in super because the reaction and, like, that it got was very yeah like, like po- super negative polarizing. yeah yeah and um like the fandoms were feuding then of like oh yeah so, like this group's fans have said well, you know this group d- isn't very successful and so they're just going to benefit from our success and we're not going to get anything and mm. like this person's going to get all the lines and this person deserves it and why did this person get put in and not this person it was a very negative time yeah. and at the time i remember being like i don't like this i don't know what this means like it's changed be involved in this <laughs> yeah it was like really difficult for me but i drama yeah like it i don't know for some reason i just was not the most excited but because of super m forming i don't know if i ever would have altered baekhyun without them forming yeah, you might honest. not have because you wouldn't have been as exposed to him as you were yeah because kyungsoo was already my bias in xo like i already had one a bias yeah. and baekhyun wasn't even really on my like bias list really i liked him mm. enough but like not really um like at the top of the list um but then because of super m forming i got exposed to him i really i like related to him and loved him and got to see him twice, something I never would Literally, have done. And traveled. Yeah, I got to, and I went to it. Vancouver, Canada, to see them too. Yeah. So I got to see them twice. Um, which I still to this day don't know if I'll ever see XO. And so being able to see 
a couple members of EXO. Yeah, it's true. In person. And Taman too, like, that was so special. Oh God, without them, Yeah, without them forming, I would never have gotten that opportunity. And, like, I also and caught... And Mark Lee a few yeah, times. Yeah, Mark Lee, too. Mark Lee, I'd seen... I've seen him three times now, which is... I would have only seen him once without them, which is... It's a super blessing. And I caught Baykan and Taman's balls at the concert. They threw, like, those plastic balls. Yeah, uh, I have bacon and tamens of that. Like I owe a lot of wild? my, yeah, like a lot of my happiness from like 2019 to whenever was like heavy super. M. M. Like they made it so much fun. Like mm. K-pop and they enjoyed it. Was, yes, it was just fun. It wasn't so se- yeah. after they debuted and everyone was like, oh, okay, this is fine. It just was yeah. such a fun time. Time, to, yeah, to be in K-pop and the concerts were fun. There were so many different light sticks and like. That's what different I was gonna say. Like, ages got to, and, like, and people got to learn, like, yeah. other groups because of it, because mm-hmm. they liked them and Super M, or they made them look into another group because members that they already stand were in a group that they had to watch. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. It was so. It's, it's so like much fun. Would, I know. And dropping, like, it gave us dropping, which yes. is a whole other. Like, I'm thankful for dropping. <laughs> I love dropping. <laughs> Dropping will uh, always you think be big just such a fun sex. fucking song. Yeah, <laughs> I drop uh, every week in my house. You gotta remember to fucking drop. Deserved. Yes, you have to remember to drop. I also wrote down that I was this year specifically thankful for a K-pop music festival, Hallypop Fest, mm. coming to Australia. Not many. It's rare that a group comes here, let alone like 10 groups come here and being able to go to that exposed me to, I was aware of every single group basically that came, but seeing them live um, made me like look into groups more and Stan and all groups. If, if Hallie Pop Fest didn't come here, I might not have altered Astro and Pion Harmony. Like literally got, isn't that crazy? Um, so I was like, when I was thinking about like what I'm thankful for, I was like, wow, I'm really like, I was like, I'm thankful for them. And then I was like, wait, but if, if Hallypop didn't, Hallypop Fest didn't come here, I might not have ended up in my, um, feels the way that I have with them. Yeah. Um, really. And just them coming, like those groups coming to Australia is such a fucking big deal. And it just needs to happen more. And then, but maybe it shouldn't happen too much more because I don't know how much more like of like heart wrenching pain <laughs> I can fucking take at my bank account. Um, but K-pop concerts in general are just a different level of fun. Such a different level of fun because we get to like there's the fan chants and like mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been to a Western. What was I can't even remember the last Western concert I went to. Um, but. Yeah, K-pop concerts are just so much fun that I'm thankful for them in fucking general. <laughs> yeah. Oh, while Stell's gone, I am also super, 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 super grateful for Stell and all of her hard work and time and yes. extra effort yes. that she puts yes. into this podcast. She's going to be so surprised when she um, hears this. <laughs> yeah. She's not here right now, but... Um, yeah. All of the hard Stel work does and a lot time, behind the scenes. Yeah, and, and extra work yeah. yeah, that she does and like the thought and care she puts into each and to every this part pod, this of baby of her job. Like right, like we each have our own tasks that we do, but her yeah. job is I think like one of the most If we couldn't do it without Stell. Yeah, we couldn't no. do this without Stell. Literally. And so Stell, 
we love you so we much. We love you. And I'm so thankful for you and everything, everything that you, you do. do. Because we know how hard you work. And it yeah. never goes on and noticed and yeah unnoticed thankfulness unnoticed yeah 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 so you guys you guys literally wouldn't be listening to this without still so you all need to be grateful for still as well that needs to be Mm -hmm. like if you enjoy this podcast needs to be at the top of your thankfulness list for this pod is still (laughs) because yeah the three of us speak but she (laughs) she does she edits the shit out of us yeah (laughs) you Uh, guys have no idea the out-of-pocket <laughs> things that come out of our mouths at any yeah. given time that she has to figure yeah. out how to edit out of this. Yes, it's, literally. She's like, I'll should make be it, ashamed. Um, oh. yeah. Hey, lifestyle. I love Monster X so so hey, yeah. much. Yeah. Did you ever see Monster X with your hair? Is so long. It is long. Mine. Your hair. It's yeah. grown. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Sales <laughs> back. <laughs> I'm very thankful that I get to exist at the same time as Denjun, just because, like, it's kind of crazy that, like, we exist at the same time as these idols, but also the fact yeah. that I get to hear his fucking yeah. voice, like, a voice that I could listen to sing all day. I'm just very thankful for him. And Dream, in general, to be fair. But, like, because, mm-hmm. um, yeah. like, Dream just, like, give me this, like, I don't know, this very, like, they make me feel youthful. I know I'm still youthful, but like, make me That's feel what like. I was gonna say too. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Just like make me feel. They keep so it fresh. Like, yeah, like very hopeful and youthful, which I really mm-hmm. enjoy. But yes, is Dream like your like home group? What's everyone's like home group? Like, if you had to say one group, that's your like, like your house, like your place of residence, like your postcode. Mine would be. Is that, would that be Dream? Mine would be NTT, just in general, and then yeah, seventeen. Mine are the same. You only get fucking one. I said, (laughs) (laughs) well, fuck you. I'm I'm literally joking. I'm literally joking. (laughs) I knew that you were going to say them both. I'm not. I wasn't like. I I was literally aware that it was going to be both of them. NCTS. No, you could. You should. It's like NCTSVT. SVT. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm a god of K-pop group. That's a big K-pop group. Um, (laughs) mine. uh, Mine would be one of the things that I actually wrote down that I'm thankful for is. Pentagon. I say this whenever I talk about them, that I'm like, oh, my family, my family. But like, actually, like, actually, my family. We were talking about how, like, you get to, like, K pop can be like a safe place. We can get to come home and, like, feel safe. Mm-hmm. They, they are my home. I've stand a lot of groups and they're. Their relationship with each other and their relationship with the universe is something that I haven't found in any other group that I've stand. So I think that um, loving them is different. The way that I love them is different to the way that I love other – not, like, different, but the connection that I have with them is a bit different. No, because, I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is very different because um, – of their of their dynamic within each other as well. I got asked um, a while ago. I was like, "Oh, if you could be in a K-pop group, which would you be?" And I said, "I said a few different. I was like, if I said a, um, Pentagon because of their relationship with each other, and I was like, and hyping for like their music and stuff like that. But Pentagon with their relationship with each other, like I would want to be in a group that has a dynamic like that mm-hmm. amongst mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, and their fans." Um, and I think it's really beautiful. So I'm thankful for them every single fucking day of my life. Yeah. My home. Oh, 
I would, yeah, we need to thank every single group we've ever talked about on the podcast, every group we stand, yeah. like, thank you, thank you for existing. We love yeah, you. Yeah, we love you so much. In a healthy way. In a healthy way. We, res- <laughs> oh, we also he- respect way. you. Yeah. Yeah, we respect you guys. As human and beings. And we hope that you yes. eat well and dress dress up warm on cold days. Yes. Don't yes, forget to wear set, your jacket. And set those boundaries with us and keep them. It's so yeah, attractive. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, weekly segment of, uh, three song recommendations of the week. Um, I can start. Um, so my first recommendation for the week is a song that I just found this week because, um, Sungsik from Victon, I watched a cover of it and I was literally blown away. I had tears in my eyes. The song is called You Clouds Rain by Hayes. How do you pronounce her name? Hayes. 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 Yeah. Hayes. Hayes, H-E-I-Z-E. Hayes? Um, have you either of you guys heard it? Yes. No, I haven't heard it. Um, you Clouds Rain. It's such I have, yes, I have heard it, a yes. good fucking song. I was like, I need to fucking listen to the original right now. And I love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, so yeah, go listen to that. My second song recommendation is from a group that just debuted. I have a feeling Stell might have a song recommendation for them this week, but I don't <laughs> I know. Gonna, if, you show, um, if you stole my song, <laughs> I'm going to... S- no, I don't think... I hope I didn't. I don't you think I did. You recommend it. Um, <laughs> um, is a song by a group, girl, new girl group that just debuted, uh, 5050. Mm-hmm. And the song recommendation, I'm hoping it's different from Stell's, is called Login. Okay. I knew it would be different. Okay. I knew you wouldn't have picked that one. Um, I am not one for like... Like, uh, it's just, I don't know, unless you hear this song, you won't understand how fucking good it is. It's, like, catchy in the best way. Mm-hmm. It's, like, noisy in the best way. It's still, like, enjoyable. You're not just, like, ow. Um, <laughs> it's such a fucking good, you know, just, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, like, it's not polarizing noisy. Yeah, yeah It's yeah, not yeah. polarizing mm-hmm. noisy. And it's not even. It has, like, really nice moments. Such a good song. Please check them out. The entire album is quite literally 10 out of 10 go enjoy it variety Um, and my third variety yeah literally variety and my third song recommendation for the week is um ghosted by kim usuk um such a good song right there's a song on that album called satisfied it's so good there's a song on that mini album called satisfied and i was like jaw dropped on the floor but it's only like a fucking minute and 30 seconds so go listen to that as well but it's just not I don't know if it's like an itch. It's just not long enough. It needs to, I need the full thing. But yep, that's my third recommend. Okay, I'll go next quick. My three recommendations are just the songs I already talked about in the podcast. So Dual Set by BTS, which is like, on if you're looking for it on Spotify, it's like two exclamation, exclamation point, three exclamation point, I think. Yeah. Is how it's on there. Um, uh, to You by Seventeen and then Circles by Seventeen. Highly recommend. I think that's the second time you've recommended to you by Seventeen, which is great. And it's not the last one. Yeah, exactly. It'll be recommended over and over. (laughs) I'm trash. Every week it's just the fourth one. Like, and to you by Seventeen. I don't know if you guys have heard of the song. It's called To You by Seventeen. Yeah. Um, my first recommend of the week is a song by Fifty Fifty, which Amanda just mentioned. It's uh, there was a pre-release song called Loving Me and so I had good. it on fucking repeat like I love so songs good. like that like that vibe and it was just chef kiss like fucking perfect. it was grand in like a very 
beautifully subtle way. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. It was yeah, so beautiful. The so fucking good. layered harmonies, like the chorus harmonies, yes. like choir harmonies are just <sighs> exquisite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was very good. The song by 5050 is so good. It's yes, so good. Um, my next recommend was a song that I didn't mention on today's topic, but it is also technically a song for fans. Uh, it's called From Home by NCT, which we've talked about uh, before. And yeah. it's a beautiful fucking song. It's about how, like, the members, even though a lot of them had to, like, move away from their homes and stuff like that, or, you know, they're not at homes with their families and stuff like that, mm. they found home with each other and with and citizens, um, which is beautiful. And there's two versions of it. There's the regular version that you can hear on Spotify and stuff like that, but there's also, like, I don't want to know what the fuck it's called. It's, like, a different version that's on youtube which is like a oh, fuck oh, fuck i forgot what it's called it's but, better <laughs> yeah it's it's an incredible version but like they just do runs the entire song it's kind of crazy uh and then my last it's recommend- live though right that one on youtube yes it's it like is a live- yes it's yeah, live it's yeah. the live performance wow. from a show that they yeah were. from their beyond like beyond live show uh and mm-hmm. then my last song is a song that i mentioned earlier it's called us again by 17 which is only on youtube but please listen to it, stream it, and maybe if you stream it enough, Rizzy will fucking release it on YouTube. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so You'll get that fucking hint. Yes. So those are my recommends. As always, thank you guys for listening. We are very, very thankful for each and every one of yes. you as yeah, well. Yeah, we're thankful for you guys, mm-hmm. and we're thankful for you guys, the, the listeners. Yeah, any time you guys interact with, with us. us and stuff like that is so, it's so much fun. Yeah, we really enjoy for it. For us. Really. Yeah. So thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today is very deep and emotional yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. I didn't like, ever expect this but we thought it was gonna be like a haha thanksgiving and we yeah. were like it was actually like I-, I was depressed yeah ha okay but love yeah, you, guys. you guys thanks for listening you guys. we'll see catch you, you next time bye ciao ciao bye ciao ciao tina say goodbye Bye. Say goodbye. Oh. She said no. She doesn't want to. <laughs>